When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You want to buy what at the pet shop, dearie? One of them little birds that you teach to talk. You know, a keat. You mean a parakeet? No, no, no. We'll just get one keat to start with. And if we like him, we'll get a pair of keats and raise a bunch of little keats. <laughs> My gosh, don't you get it, Molly? It's a pun, the classical type of humor. That... Can't funny, McGee. Mm. Yes, it's Fibber McGee and Molly. <laughs> Every night, Monday through Friday, NBC brings you the Fibber McGee and Molly program, transcribed, written by Phil Leslie and directed by Max Hutto. Living here as we do in the midst of plenty, it's hard to realize that all around the world are men and women and children who are cold and frightened and hungry. We can reach out a helping hand to those unhappy people through CARE. For $10, CARE will deliver a food package in your name to any individual or any group you select in most any country in the world. For $6.95, CARE delivers a new budget food package in any one of 14 European countries. Or for $10, CARE delivers baby food, knitting yarn, or a pure wool blanket. The package CARE sends for you will contain more than you could send yourself for the same money. If you don't know anyone in the war-ravaged countries, CARE will choose a needy family for you, and you'll very likely hear from them after they've received your package. Just send $10 or $6.95 to CARE, New York. Shop's right down the block here, Molly. Come on, let's keep moving. I think this is a wonderful idea, dearie. I love having a parakeet around the house. Yep. You know, we haven't owned a pet of any kind for a long time. Nope. Not since that canary aunt Sarah sent us passed away. Yes, that poor little thing. Ugh. It all happened so fast. The delivery man brought him in, set his cage on the piano. Yep. He took one whiff of that cigar you were smoking, sang four fast bars of goodbye forever, and rolled right over on his little back. He was too delicate. For your cigar, so am I. That last box of colonas you had. No, 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 Molly. Coronas, not colonas. They always smelled to me like somebody's mustache was burning. Well, don't worry. When we get ourselves a parakeet, if he don't like my cigars, he can tell me on account... Oh, hi, Mort. That's Mort Toops. I know. His wife is one of... Oh, hello, Willie. Willie Toops. Yeah. That kid always walks down the street right smack behind his old man. Wonder why they don't walk together. Well, I suppose he's trying to follow in his father's footsteps. <laughs> don't ever crack about my jokes again, Mrs. McGee. Sorry, old man. Anyhow, like I was saying, I hope we can get us a real smart little parakeet that'll learn fast because I'll have a wonderful time teaching him to talk. They do it, you know. Yeah, they learn. It takes patience. Yeah, boy, imagine the look on Doc Gamble's face when he walks in our front door and the bird says, Hi, Melon Bella, how's the factory business? 
<laughs> Old Doc will fall right on no, the... No, now, McGee, you're not going to teach an innocent little parakeet that kind of language in our house. So I'll take him out in the garage and learn him. Gee whiz, even if I only get him to say, Go home, bucket seat. It'll be worth the trouble just to see the look on Doc's face when he's... I hope we're not buying this bird just to insult Dr. Gamble with. Because you do that yourself without me. Oh, help. I'll teach him a lot of stuff, Molly. A couple songs, few jokes. Hey, you know something? I might be able to work up a vaudeville act with him. Oh, I wouldn't try to carry this thing that far. Boy, because... oh boy, wouldn't that make a sensational act, Molly? Just imagine, if I had a parakeet trained to play straight man for me, like Fred Nittany, you know, the guy that I and him used to have us a vaudeville act together from Star Rock, Illinois together, used to do, for me. You've heard me mention old Fred. A thousand times, and I'm happy to say here's the pet shop. Yeah, well, come on in. Oh. Boy. The whole place is full of birds. Yeah. Look at all the parakeets over here, McGee, the big cage. Yeah, now, play it smart now, play it smart. Don't look too anxious, Molly, because we don't want to... Aren't they darlings, McGee? Just look at the pretty little thing. Yeah, now, watch it. Here she comes. Watch Good her. afternoon. What can I do for you? Interested in parakeets? Yes, we are. They're the cutest things. We're just looking around, sis. Well, I have some very fine birds. All these cages here... Yeah, you're overstocked, aren't you? In that case, you probably want to get rid of them pretty bad, so if the price is right, we might take one of them off your hands. Help you out. I see. Matter of fact, if the price is right, I might take one of your birds, teach him some tricks, and put him in vaudeville. How nice. So, if you got a good smart bird, you know, quick study, with a small appetite, for around two bucks, I'll take him, if you throw in a cage. My husband was in show business at one time, miss. He used to be a comedian. Used to be? Boy, that's a loaded remark. He still is, madam. Thank you, ma'am. These birds are ten dollars, sir. Here's the one, McGee. Look, look at him. Isn't he sweet? Hi, birdie. Pretty birdie. Look at his little eyes sparkle. They ought to sparkle. For ten bucks, they could be diamond studs. We'll take him, miss. All oh. right. The cage he's in is nine ninety-five. if you'd like Pay to... Pay the lady, dearie. Oh, okay, kiddo, if you say so. Bird. Well, here you are, sis. Thank you. Now, just let me take him out of the cage a minute, madam, and I'll clip his wings for you. Clip his wings? Oh, it doesn't hurt them. It keeps them from flying, so you can turn them loose in the house without worrying about... Oh, no, you don't, sis. You're not clipping anything off of my bird. But, sir, we Anytime always... I lay out ten smackers for a bird that size, I want the whole bird. Let me get hold of that cage there. And... You got it, dearie? I'll open the door for you. I got it. Drop in again. Good day. Bye, miss. Be careful now, me. Don't stumble. Don't worry. I got a good grip on this cage. Watch the threshold. Don't stumble. Oops. Hey, grab the cage. Oh, dear. Where's the bird? Which way did he go? Get up. Where'd he go? Uh, well, where is he? Oh, there he goes, I think. That's a sparrow. Huh? No. Oh, well, no. there he goes around the corner. Come on, Molly. Uh, hey, birdie, birdie, birdie. Hey, here, birdie. birdie. Here, birdie. Oh, heavenly Here, birdie, birdie, birdie. You know, a lot of vacations start as a daydream and end as a daydream for lack of money. That needn't happen to you. You can have extra money when you need it. Simply join the payroll savings plan for buying United States savings bonds. When your bonds mature, you'll get back $4 for every $3 you invest. There's your extra money, your vacation, both guaranteed. Ask your employer about buying United States savings bonds through the payroll savings plan. Then join. Hmm. 
Here, Bertie. You see any sign of him, Molly? Not a sign. Oh, dear. Now, if this isn't the silliest thing. Yeah. Whew. Let me sit down on this bus bench a minute. Oh, boy, I'm bushed. Me, too. I'm beat out like a ninth-inning bunt. My gosh, if that ain't the rottenness. Oh, hey, here comes Wallace Wimple. Wonder if he saw our parakeet. Hey, Wimp. Oh, my goodness. Hello, folks. Hello, Mr. Wimple. What are you doing way over here? We're looking for a bird, Mr. Wimple. Yeah, you see anything of a bird around here, Wimp? Oh, indeed I have, Mr. McGee. I've been out bird watching all day, and oh, have I seen the birds today. Yeah? I saw a bobtailed whick thistle and two black crows and a red, red robin standing perfectly still. Well, you see, Mr. Wimple, we happen to be looking for a particular bird. Oh, well, that would be the spraddle-headed BB bird, Mrs. McGee. The what? It's a very particular bird, the spraddle-headed BB bird. Oh? It eats nothing but BBs. Say, now, McGee brought one of those home from a hunting trip last year. I did? That was so full of BBs, it took two of us to lift it out of the oven. That was a goose, Molly. Well, it sure was full of BBs, I know. Well, that was on account of because five other goose hunters shot the goose first. I had to shoot it on the way down. And all this chatter is getting us no place, and I'm rested now. We're looking for a parakeet, Wimp. A parakeet? Yes. Oh, well, come on down to the pet shop. They have some dandy parakeets. No, no, no. We bought one there today, Wimp. We bought it, and it got away. That's why we're here. We chased it six blocks. At least we thought we were chasing it, but it turned out to be a sparrow. Oh, well, I'll be glad to help you look for it, Mr. McGee. Well, well, you go that way, Wimp. Molly, you take Oak Street, and I'll... Hey, there it goes. Here, Bertie. That was a hawk, Mr. McGee. Oh, I thought he was flying kind of fast. Well, come on, let's get going. <laughs> I told you I'd catch you, baby. <laughs> you just snuggle down there in my hat and take it easy, son. We're almost home now. Ah, he's a cute little devil. First thing I'm going to do with you, Buster, is clip your wings a little. <laughs> now I hope Molly's home because I'm hungry enough to eat a horse. I'll put you in the cage we got for you and then... Oh, I thought I heard you come in, dearie. Oh, hi, kiddo. I thought you were lost. I've been home an hour. Well, it was a tough job, but I finally cornered the little dickens... Where on earth did you find him? <laughs> it was funny. I was just about ready to give it up when I heard this chirp, and I spotted the little devil in old man McDonald, the president of the Third National Bank's yard. Oh? Mm-hmm. He was perched on the edge of the birdbath, and I went in and got him. You did? Funny thing, they must have had a burglary over there today, too, or something, because just as I was turning the corner, one of the maids come running out hollering, Stop, thief! Oh, dear. Yeah, whoever it was got away, because I looked all around, and there was nobody on the street but me. I'd have gone back and asked if I could help, but... I wanted to get this bird home before I lost him again. Where's the cage? In the dining room, and I have news for you. Hmm? Our bird is in it. What? I knew him the minute I saw him. He was perched on a bush in the park, and when I held my finger out, he hopped right on it. There he is. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. You mean holy smoke. No wonder McDonald's maid was hollering for the cops. <laughs> Boy, it's lucky she didn't see me. I'll take this bird back there tomorrow and slip it through the fence. Uh-oh. Maybe she did see you. I better hide. Where'll I put the bird? Where'll I put the bird? Too late now. Come in. Hello, folks. Oh, glad to see you, Mr. Wimple. I'm sorry. I didn't get back here sooner, but... Oh, that's okay, Wimp. Thanks a lot, anyhow, boy. We found the bird, Mr. Wimple. Yeah, twice, in fact. Uh, you... you did? Yeah, there's our little bird in the cage there, Mr. Wimple. My goodness. 
I wonder whose beard this is. In my hat. In your hat? Heavenly days. I wonder if it could belong to the little boy who kept running after me and screaming in Italian. Oh, my. At least I think it was Italian. I lost him finally. My gosh. When we start out to get ourselves a parakeet, kiddo, we get a parakeet. Oh, oh. Uh oh. Ah, uh, this is probably Mrs. McDonald now. 79 Wistful Vista, Monty McGee speaking. I don't see. Who? If it's somebody talking in Italian, I'm not here. Oh? Oh, yes. The parakeet. Oh, oh, old man McDonald. Is that so? <laughs> well, fine. Thank you very much. Who was it? The pet shop. Yeah? They said when you fell down and dropped the cage, our little bird flew right back into the shop. What? And she tried to call us, but we left too fast. Oh. She's holding him for us. We'll pick him up tomorrow. Boy, we'll have a quartet. <laughs> Molly return in a moment. Meet the safe driver, alive on the highways. You may be able to follow his good example. He's not too hard to find. You can always spot him by the way he drives. He always keeps his car in A1 mechanical condition because he knows that even a safe driver can have an accident in a car that doesn't respond as it should. He shows courtesy for other drivers by signaling turns and giving them the benefit of any doubt. He knows that speed is his greatest enemy so he slows down at night, in bad weather, in crowded traffic, and on narrow roads. He knows and obeys the laws written to help save his life. And most important of all, he drives as though the country's highway accident problem is his personal problem, which it is. Remember, few accidents happen with safe drivers. Are you one of them? <laughs> has brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as Wallace Wimple and Mary Jane Croft in the pet shop. And here are Fibber and Molly to say, see you tomorrow night. Good night. Good night, all. John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Listen to Can You Top This tonight on the NBC Radio Network.